Okay, that's enough. Hi guys. <laughs> this I love it. I wanted to do it for a while now and Okay. So, this must have given you a clue about this episode. So, today's episode is going to be about why men are so obsessed with Tarantino and like just Tarantino and my overall opinion on Tarantino. Um, this is the fifth episode, by the way. Hi guys, welcome to the fifth episode of um, What's Your Damage, Duffy? Th that was so messy. Okay, okay. We don't talk about it because like I'm not a professional. No shit. We all know that. But that was Miserlou. Miserlou is how you pronounce it from Pulp Fiction, the music. And I just wanted to do it because I think it's a really cool um, song. Like it's just the vibes are super cool. It, it's It like makes you want to drive a cool car, which is kind of about... Tarantino's movies like every time you see that happen so it fits perfectly okay whatever we'll mention music and stuff so um so I want to say to begin with I don't have a very precise answer to the question why men especially toxic men um, love Tarantino so much like, I don't really have, like, a, oh, this is why and this is a fact. Like, it's more of, like, an opinion episode with different information that I gathered. Um, maybe to, like, give you an idea. Maybe, like, to make you have your own opinion. I don't know. Like, it's, like, I'm trying to compile a set of different opinions and like inf pieces of information and I'll, I'll just do my best to give it to you because I've done some research um, for this episode which was interesting because like I'd never done that before for for a podcast episode um so so my entire food footage was gone um yeah I don't even have words like um the episode ended up being an hour and five minutes long and yeah it was just gone I tried to play it and then it didn't play only the first three minutes were there I have no idea what happened um I googled what to do and it said update and I updated my phone and like tried a few other things and it didn't work. So I have to do the entire thing again. Uh, yeah, I threw a little tantrum there. You should have seen me. But actually, no, it's good that you didn't. Um, I, okay. I'll try to be positive, but, like, what the fuck was that? I didn't do anything to deserve what just happened. And you have no idea how frustrating it is. Like, you actually have no idea. But I'll play the bullshit cliche card and say, 
that it happened for a reason. Of course, if this footage is also gone, then I'm just going to be like, okay, then I guess I wasn't meant to do this episode. Because what the fuck? Like, what the actual fuck? Okay, so to start with Tarantino... I first want to talk about how some people say that he, like, steals from movies. Um, I don't think that's necessarily true. Because, basically, he accepts this himself. And it's not really stealing, but it's more like um, making references to those movies. Um, And one thing about him is that he never uses only one source in a movie but he uses multiple sources slash references and it's just so basically there is this thing he says in one of his interviews where he's like I do still and like that's what a good artist does and I think he got inspired from Picasso because he has a saying that goes um uh, how, how does it, a good artist copies, a really good artist steals, I think, and it's more like kind of showing his respect for those movies, and like creating a piece of art where there is a lot of like different things that he also likes to see in a movie. So he's basically doing movies that he would enjoy if he was watching, I think, in my own opinion. And this is called pastiche, by the way. It's when, like, multiple sources are, like, compiled with artists' original work to make a whole new piece of art, basically. This is seen a lot in hip-hop like how rappers use sampling for example it's pretty much the same thing with Tarantino and with the late century and with like the rise of postmodernism in cinema it's basic everything is recycled like every piece of art is recycled someone gets inspired from a movie and makes a whole ass new movie and then someone else watches that movie and makes and creates a piece of art where they reference that other piece of art basically so it's pretty normal and it's I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't call it stealing it's just referencing and I think people really like that with Tarantino it's one of the things that make Tarantino Tarantino because I heard that from my parents a lot as well growing up. They always said there are some specific cult movies that you should have watched before you watch a Tarantino movie because that's where you will most enjoy the movie. So I think Tarantino also makes people feel good about themselves and like when they can see a reference, where when they can understand a reference... They're like, oh, this is from the movie, blah, 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 blah. And, like, they like that. Because we're all fucking snobs and we like showing off. And we like 
um, giving a head pat to our sophisticated and intellectual side. And it's just life is so meaningless that we try to distract ourselves um, by, you know, being interested in stuff and knowing stuff and showing other people that we know that stuff. And we enjoy that because it makes us feel superior to other people. And I think Tarantino really satisfies people in that aspect. But it obviously, it's not, like, his purpose is not that, obviously. He's just creating art. And he also uses lots of French New Wave movies, um, which was a really big revolution in cinema between the years of 1959 and 1969, if I don't remember incorrectly. Um especially in Pulp Fiction, he really makes references with his shots, especially to these movies, to these old French movies. And also the thing is, one of the things when it comes to this um, topic is that Tarantino was never a film student or he never just like started working in a um, movie set and like, then started making his own movies, like, no, the, like, how he started making his movies was solely by watching movies, like, that's how he learned to shoot and direct a movie, that's all he did, um, which I do think is inspiring, like, I'm not a fan of him, um, I do appreciate his work, I think it's good, but I wouldn't call myself a fan of his because as a person, he's, he's giving mixed signals. He is a controversial person. But his movies really deserve respect, in my opinion. And um, the way he got to that point, I think while he was writing Pulp Fiction or something, um, he was an undergraduate student doing something completely irrelevant and... He is just a film genius. Like, the man just loves movies. Like, that's... Like, he kind of, you know, devoted his entire life to movies. And, um, like, imagine learning how to make a movie just by watching lots of movies. And um, he was actually working in a video store. And he was known for his encyclopedic knowledge in movies, it's like you could ask him anything and he would just like help you with it and he would know the facts about the movie. Like, so he was really, really interested in it. Like, he did what he did with like lots of love and respect also um, to the ones that came before him. Um, which again, I appreciate, I wanna say. So, in my opinion, it's more like making references in a really nice and like balanced way. And another thing I want to talk about when, like, people say, like, um, Tarantino is controversial is him being, quote-unquote, racist. Now, with this, I do not really know um, where I stand at because I don't think I have that much of saying as a white person. Um... But, so, some people are basically like, 
okay, he's like the rep- the representation of POC people. <laughs> POC people? No. Um, the representation of people of color is very wrong in his movies, especially Diango, I think that's how it's pronounced, is like a very controversial one when it comes to that. Um, people say that his representation is wrong. Um, they say that he uses the N-word too much and like he's racist. But to look from another point, um, so basically in one of Samuel L. Jackson's interviews, if you don't know, he is an artist who is a person of color and he is in most of Tarantino's movies, like they're kind of besties. And in one of his interviews, he basically says that I think like he is really good at representing the people in their lives and is a good observer and like there's a reason why the n-word is used too much that's because that's actually how they talk I don't think there's anything unrealistic with Quentin's work he basically says something like that and since he's a person of color I think that is also um, a perspective you should consider um But I'm, again, neutral because just because one person of color thinks that he's not racist doesn't, um, like, invalidate other people's opinions if some of them think that it is. Like, it's every, each individual has their own opinions, obviously, and as a white person, I don't get to decide if he's racist or not, but... It's just, since it's a really controversial thing with the N-word and stuff, I wanted to mention it and, like, I just want to show that there's two sides to it. Um, Not to defend him, I'm just, like, saying what it is and, like, I just thought it was interesting um, to hear Jackson's opinion on it and I think it does change a lot in this discussion to hear his opinion on this and he basically says something like if rappers can say like the n-word 300 times why doesn't it bother anyone but it bothers them when quentin uses it in his movies he says something like that which does make sense not gonna lie um another thing in his movies would be feminism How feminist are his characters? How much of a feminist is he? So some people, since he has lots of strong characters, some people do consider him as a feminist filmmaker. And when he is told that some people consider him as a feminist filmmaker, he, in an interview, he says he like, he does consider himself that, but then he's like, I shouldn't be the one that decides. Like, peop- other people should be saying that about me. But he's happy with that. He's not like, oh, no, like, I'm not a feminist filmmaker. Like, no, he he never says that. Like, in an interview, he pretty much, like, smiles and, like, he, like, nods and, yeah, and then he says what I just said, um, which I think is really cool. But also, like, how much do we know about this man, really? Like, that might be just for show, because, show, like what's not in the movie industry, right? And when it comes to the characters, I think 
his characters are pretty strong women characters there is mostly no objectification or sex sexualization and they're just like very violent and they know how to get revenge and like how to defend themselves um they're very masculine and in some ways i think maybe that might be why men love his movie so much cuz all of these women characters they have this like i'm not like the other girls vibe um and i know this isn't like interesting opinion kind of unpopular but i mean it's just like i came up with this today i was thinking and i'm like oh none of them likes pink none of them wear skirts like it's like it's kind of emphasized that to like quote unquote girly things makes a woman dumb and it takes away her depth and that is not true um women not liking quote unquote girly things is just internalized misogyny and it liking girly things doesn't make you shallow or dumb or anything like that it's just like really really bullshit it's like some real bullshit and it's just we're raised with dolls and makeup and blah 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 and like we're taught that we're supposed to like those things and then they they don't like us i'm talking about men when we like those stuff because obviously we will carry it with us to like in our adulthood cuz like when we're kids they teach us that we're not supposed to touch guns or cars like what the fuck do you expect and why do you like it more when a girl is quote unquote not like the other girls like why do you like that so much um when she's like one of the boys like that's very much bullshitty and i think maybe that's why s- some men really really love tarantino like it might be one of the reasons and well one other reason i know how simple it is but it's just tarantino's movies have so much violence in them like guns cars violence and men are such simple creatures like you just can tell that there was no long thought process while they were being made so i think that just kind of speaks to them a lot like it's just like oh my god cool men doing stuff with guns and they have such cool cars man like they swear all the time like yeah and like and i feel like that's something that really intrigues um people from the age of like 17 to like 35 basically and then they just tell that they like him because it basically sounds sophisticated because Tarantino is like he makes cult movies right and when you talk about them and like you sound deep right like it it comes back to what i said like 5 minutes ago um of course these are my opinions it's like really hard to tell why people are so men let's make that men i'm so obsessed with tarantino um but i think these are the main reasons but in general to talk about why he is such a popular filmmaker i think it's all because of his aesthetic like he has such a specific aesthetic 
I think that's what makes him so original and unique and unforgettable um, among film lovers. Because, like, it's just really... Um, like, even the font that says written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, and even the color of that is, like, it's never changed. Like, it's just it's like sticks and it stays there and you just always remember and when you see that you know that it's a Tarantino movie it's like it's he has this man has his own brand and when it comes to some like specific things oh my god I'm saying specific like so many times that's not even good um like violence like fighting scenes and like some of the shots and like cool cars and like sex and like gore and like graphic content and women feet like you just know that it's Tarantino you know what I'm saying like you can just tell that it's Tarantino and he's a very principled guy in my opinion which is what makes him unforgettable like um that's what makes him leave something behind and like everyone knows his name even though even the people that are not that interested in films um and with his movies, the soundtracks are always amazing, especially with Pulp Fiction. Um, the colors in the movies, especially Pulp Fiction, again, like, that's probably why Pulp Fiction is, like, his most popular and, like, well-known movie. Like, the color scheme is so great, especially the diner scene. It's just unprecedented, for sure. And the shots with, like, specific references that makes people feel superior, but also just nice to look at, to be simple. Like, you just like that shot. Like, in Pulp Fiction, oh my god, I can't can't stop talking about Pulp Fiction. But in, like, the car scenes, most of it's car scenes, um, in True Romance as well, it's just so aesthetically pleasing that it satisfies you. Like, I'm a person that just really cares about aesthetic not in people I'm not saying I don't care about people's personalities and I only care about their appearance like no that's not what I'm saying at all but when it's like a novel or when it's like a movie I really care about whether or not I like looking at it and that's like the main factor that helps me decide decide whether I love it or not um so like if it if it satisfies me with like the colors and like the whole vibe basically I say that I like that movie like there is something that just sits right in me you know like you can just tell how satisfying is it it is like it's just like you just get it and for people who are like me Tarantino really does speak to you um in his work Um, To talk more about women, so let's talk about, oh, the characters mostly get happy endings, and I think that's something, like, good. Uh, Very simple, but, you know, he's just, I don't want to give any spoilers, but mostly they do get their revenge, they do get the money, they do get the man, as in the man's body, by the way. They do get what they want. They do get the money. Like, they're just girl bosses. (laughs) You know, like, they just get it. 
and it's really cool in my opinion like um it's good that they get the happy endings and in some of his movie of course like people beat them but that's just because the men also the men in the movie also like get the same treatment so um I wouldn't call it misogynistic for that. That's kind of really dumb. Like, considering how in most of his movies, the characters, the women characters, do get to um, live the happy ending. Um, It's stupid to say that. Um, I want to talk about the Beckel test as well. So, the Beckel test was found in the 80s. And it basically says that to pass the test, a movie should have at least two women characters in it that talk to each other and that talk about other than a man. Um, In some cases, they add that, like, they have to have names as well. And... I think even though some of his movies completely and, like, miserably fail the test, like, Reservoir Dogs and, like, I mean, in the, in the, like, Kill Bill, it's kind of alright. There are many, many strong women characters, and Kill Bill is, like, my second favorite Tarantino movie, which I'll talk about later. But at the same time, again, just a thought... We never get to hear the bride's real name until the very, very end. We know her as the bride. Um, And if you ask me now, I don't know her real identity. Like, I have no idea. Like, I forgot her name. Because, like, 80% of the movie, Tarantino, you know, just chooses to mention her as the bride. Which kind of fails the Beckel test, but like, except for that, Kill Bill, yeah, it 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 does contain lots of women that talk to each other, and like, they're like badass women, like they they use guns and shit, and like swords, like, and like other deadly weapons. Um, so most of the time, I feel like he passes it, but in movies like Inglorious Bastards and, um, probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Reservoir Dogs. He, I don't think he passes it. I don't think he passes in in Pulp Fiction either. Maybe he does. There's this other woman in Pulp Fiction, isn't it? Yeah, but maybe not. Not sure. Not sure. Um, I also want to talk about Uma Thurman's allegations. So she basically said that she was in a very misogynistic atmosphere during the years that she worked with Tarantino. And she recently exposed, let's say, Tarantino by saying that she, he made her um, drive an unsafe car during the shooting of Kill Bill and he didn't let her use a stunt and, ne- and she got permanent neck injury from that shooting. And he denies that. He says that. She always trusts him, and she trusted him with that as well, and she wanted to do it. Like, she was okay with 
driving that car and she he says that he had done some like testing on test drive as well so you know it's a he said she said thing but why would Uma Thurman lie like that woman is a goddess she has a really talented young also actress daughter she's a very smart and bright woman like she's so beautiful oh my god um and like why would she lie why would she make that up you know but I also don't think that as a misogynistic thing either I think it's just like Tarantino is like a very douchey guy so I feel like if Uma was a man he would have done the same and that just shows that he's an asshole that doesn't show that he's a misogynistic guy but it does show that like I I think it mostly shows that he's just an asshole like it wouldn't have changed something but but also would he have done it would he have acted the same way if it had been a man also something to think about like would he if it is if what Uma is saying is true which it probably is would he have made a man drive that because maybe he would consider the consequences maybe you'd be like oh my god he's gonna get so mad after the injury he's gonna like come to my home and like beat me up he wouldn't have taken the risk maybe crazy thought but might be true but I think this whole thing mostly makes him just an asshole but also it's weird that it happened to an actress and not an actor he has so many actors that he loves going with like Samuel like Brad Pitt like Leo DiCaprio and this has never happened to any of them coincidence think not but you know who knows um I also want to say, um, I want to talk about my own favorites, um, out of the movies I've seen, like the Tarantino movies I've seen, because I haven't seen all of them, and I don't think I'll do a part two if I do watch more Tarantino movies, because, like, I feel like it's necessary, and I feel like I've seen every movie that I'm interested in with the synopsis, so, in order... My first one would be True Romance. Um, Wow. It's not directed by him, but it is written by him. And you can really tell. Like the whole guns, drugs, um, you know, iconic car scenes. Like you can just tell. And it's one of my favorite love stories, by the way. It's about, there's this sex worker woman and a guy who works at a comic book store and they meet in a theater and then they fall in love and then they somehow find money or drugs. I'm not sure. It, it's been a while since I, I've seen it. But then, like, they decide to get married and, like, get away from that town and, like, start a new life. And then the actual drug dealer is, like, the mafia, I guess. Um, finds them and they're chased by them and like they fight for their lives and uh, it's just such a cute movie it's just like it's set in like the place they run away to is Florida um, I think Miami not sure but Florida and it's like the whole sunsets and like 
in the car with a gun and like Christian Slater is in the movie and like always a good time obviously and like they're in love and it's like they would do anything for each other and like they they really do anything like and everything for each other it's just such a cool love story like it's really unique and like the the soundtrack I fucking love the soundtrack and I I'm a person that's like in when it comes to like loving someone I'm like either all the way in or like completely not in so in a way like to me it is the bare minimum to be willing to kill someone for your love interest like because if you're not willing to kill someone for them if like why are you with them you know to most people it it sounds really extreme but to me it's like it's something I'm willing to do because like I really am a very emotional person when it comes to that like I would actually do anything to see my person happy you know what I mean like I could actually take any risk and like I might sound like I'm too lazy to do but like eventually I will definitely do it like to make them happy to make them feel safe or like healthy or like anything like I'll do actually anything and I'll never leave them halfway um I'm that kind of person and I think this movie really speaks to that side of mine and it's just really good to see that type of couple like just exist and it just really makes me happy and you know it connects me with that side of me um and yeah it's just really cute and I love it it's like very Florida Killers by Lana Del Rey vibes which is my favorite song from the album Ultraviolence and Ultraviolence is like one of my all-time favorite albums so that movie that entire movie is just that song like no cap um my second favorite would be Kill Bill um I think I like the first part more than the second part because of the martial arts like fighting scenes and like it's just ah I love it I love every single woman in that movie they're just like so cool Uma especially but like also that girl with like that weird the Japanese girl with like the weird weapon like that psycho girl you know that like kills men just for fun like oh my god I'm so I was so attracted to her you guys have no idea um it's just full of really really crazy ass women characters and it's I love the fighting scenes and I'd never get bored of it and this plot is really good too like it's just a really good movie um I really like it I like Uma's car a lot (laughs) I mean she steals that but not stealing exactly well you'll see if you watch it or you know what I mean if you've seen it but yeah my third favorite is I couldn't decide Pulp Fiction or Death Proof um I love those movies. I can't really decide, as I said, but I think it's mostly Pulp Fiction because I love Travolta's character and Mia Wallace. It's just, they're amazing. Like, the cinematography in that movie is just, whoa. 
is really good. I, I'm not like, oh my god, Pulp Fiction is like the greatest movie that's ever made. Like, I, I don't say that because it's really not. Um, but it is a pretty good one. And although I'm not a fanatic, um, I do like it. And it is a good time. And I like Death Proof a lot. I think it's one of the less known movies of Tarantino, but it's totally worth a shot. It's about like five women, I think there's five of them, getting revenge from this one asshole dude in like a really, really violent way. And it's oof, awesome to see. Um, it's less aesthetically pleasing in my opinion, but it's just the plot is so good. Like you just love to see it. And with Pulp Fiction, obviously, it's just the whole thing is really good and like it's a cult movie, obviously. And I just like Mia Wallace, like how fucked in the head she is, and like she just speaks to me. And it's just Uma Thurman is so beautiful. Like she's such, like oh my god, like crushing on her totally. And um, I heard from lots of people that I look like Mia, and every time I hear that I go fucking crazy like there's this one girl from school that like every day she's like oh my god you look like Mia again today and I'm like oh my god shut up I love you like I like it's not true but like it's so sweet that you say that because like I can't imagine someone like like I can't imagine me reminding someone of Uma Thurman and like Mia Wallace like as a character as well because like oh my god like, oh my god, she's such an icon. Are you kidding me? Um, it's so good to hear that. And it's, like, so good for my ego. <laughs> like, thank you. Um, I mean, I guess every black-haired woman with, like, a fair skin and, like, blue eyes um, reminds people of Mia. But, like, I don't know. Maybe it's the vibes, too. And if it's the vibes, too. If it's the vibes, like, oh my god. Oh my god. Am I really that great? Like... <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> um, okay, never mind. I've, I'm, like, gushing. Um, and the fourth one. I don't even like that fucking movie. But Reservoir Dogs. I've seen that with my stepdad. And that movie is a big-ass mess. Like, I fucking hate that movie. You guys actually have no idea. Because, like, dude, what the fuck is that movie? It's just, like... It's set in the same boring-ass place. And it's just, like, men talking to each other about life and, like, society. Holding, while holding guns to each other's heads. And, like, that's it. There's no woman in the movie. Which is maybe why I hate it so much. And I, why I didn't enjoy it at all. But it's basically full of nothingness. And I don't know why people think it's... A classic like shut the fuck up it's not a classic it's boring as fuck how can you enjoy that movie um maybe i just hated that there was no woman characters in it but like uh who, who knows like maybe it's just actually boring if if it was the same like if it was just like four women in the same place holding guns to each other's heads and like just speaking would i equally hate it no no, sorry, shit would be catchy, like, I would totally watch that, <laughs> that would, like, I would be so interested, <laughs> like, I would be so invested, too, like, okay, never mind, maybe, 
Okay, maybe... Maybe men are just boring, okay? Like, just cut me some slack here. Please, cut me some slack. Um, so basically, that was pretty much my ranking and my opinions on him. Um, I can talk about my own life, <laughs> I guess, if you want. Since I'm doing this for the second time, I'm like tired as fuck, but it's fine. Um, my own life. You know, I'm living the life. I'm going to a party with my boyfriend and my friends tomorrow. No. Did you buy that? No. Like, please. I'm, I'm actually, like, I'm honestly asking. Did you buy that? Please say yes. I want to seem cool to people. That, not one bit of that was true, guys. I'm, like, it was my fall break. It's Halloween today. I just read a little and studied for the SATs a little and that was pretty much it and I watched some friends which was a good time by the way um I like friends now I used to call it a straight people show and then I noticed how bisexual Chandler and Phoebe is are and how gay Joey is and then it gets way more colorful and fun and it is a pretty funny show, okay? Like, Chandler carries it, yes, but except for that, like, it's good overall. And I'm on season six now, but I kind of, yeah. Like, I kind of wish I wasn't so close-minded t- towards it. But it's fine, it's fine. We all learn slowly. Um, What was I say? Oh, yeah, I didn't do shit today or the last week where I was at, I was on my fall break, I didn't do anything, I am gonna be back to school tomorrow, which I'm really not excited about, I fucking hate school, you guys have no idea, like, I don't hate it, but, like, it's just, I want to get out of here ASAP, you know, like, I just want to get out of here and live my happy life, and, like, yeah, it's, I'm not depressed, no, like, currently I am, like, I'm really not feeling good at all, and sometimes I'm, like, I feel like I'm on the verge of insanity, but, like, I wouldn't hurt myself, you know, like I wouldn't want to end it because I know that in like two years, not even two years, like in less than two years, um, I will be able to be at where I, where I want to be with who I want to be with and it's all going to be fine. It's just, I have to hold on a little, I have to work through it a little and then it'll all be fine. It's going to be worth it and if I do anything to myself, I won't get to see that happen, and that's just, you know, it's a good reason to, you know, keep it up and, like, work, I guess, um, so, yeah, but right now, it is pretty boring, like, I don't even know what to do, and it's just work and work, and I feel like I'm burning out really badly, but you shouldn't feel that way, You know, like, it's just, I know sometimes it feels like you don't deserve to take some rest. Or sometimes even watching a show makes you feel super, super guilty. And you're like, oh, I could be doing work now. Like, people are getting ahead of me. And, like, I'll never get anywhere. Like, that's just capitalism in your brain. Like, I'm not kidding. And I say this to my friends all the time. I bet they're so fucking sick of it. 
but like this whole grind culture and productivity culture is like what brings this to our heads what makes us feel bad about having us time and getting some rest there's nothing wrong with it it's completely in our nature we should be getting eight hours of sleep it's scientifically proven we should be getting some rest we should be have a day off we should be able to get a day off we shouldn't feel guilty about it at all because it's so stupid like you you deserve that you want to take the day off you fucking deserve that it's not gonna kill you to not get an a plus on your test it's not gonna kill you if your stupid math teacher is gonna hate you okay like it just doesn't matter because who cares they're just as meaningless as you are just because they're in a higher place in this very meaningless like hierarchy it doesn't mean shit in the long run like you won't even remember your teachers or the people you go to school with in a few years like if you choose to you can never see those people again so just live life how you want to you want to wear the stupidest thing to school tomorrow do it why not No one's going to remember you. We're all literally going to die. Like, it doesn't matter. If you go to school, know that there's like millions of school all around the world. And around this world, there's millions of planets. And then out of that, millions of galaxies. And out of that, a universe. And then out of that, millions of universes. Like, can you imagine how small you are? You can't. It's literally, we literally can't even perceive it. And sometimes we feel like we're the most important thing going on, but we really don't matter at all. And I'm not saying this in a pessimistic way. It's just you really should be doing what makes you genuinely happy, genuinely peaceful, and do what it takes to take care of you. Like, do something that will actually make you happy. And if you need to take a day off, like, just take it don't care about anything like that shit doesn't matter you want you don't even know if you get to live another day so why waste it like why not spend every day exactly how you want to spend it you know so that was unnecessary but maybe you need to, you needed to hear it so yeah i'm not doing the best but I am always here if you want to talk and if you need anything because I don't really give the best advice I guess but I can help I can listen I'm a good listener I get that from lots of people by the way (laughs) and um, I am always open to y'all's feedbacks um, positive negative uh, preferably constructive because like destructive criticism won't do anyone good um any good and I'll try to listen to and apply to it apply the feedback or like the suggestion in the next episode um so yeah like I'll obviously take it into consideration like if not apply it like and like I'll listen to your feedbacks like if if you listen to this like all the way Like, oh my god, I love you so much. You have no idea. Like, it means a lot that some people really like this. And 
I really like doing this. Um, I, I love it. Believe me, I just love talking to myself. It's like my favorite thing and it's good that some people get to hear it if they want to. Like, it's just such a cute thing and I, I love you if you're listening to this and if you got all the way. Like, what the fuck, dude? Thank you so much for bearing. Um, that's a big deal. Maybe you don't know, but it's a really big deal. And stay healthy. Um, again, thank you so much. See you on the next episode. Have a nice day, morning, evening, night. Um, wow, I sounded like I, I'm like global and like worldwide. <laughs> that was stupid. Okay, well, I don't know when when you're listening to this, so it does count. Okay, whatever. Um, take care. Stay healthy. Um, happy Halloween, by the way. And don't forget to do some spooky shit. If you haven't listened to my last um, episode, do. Because I gave some um, movie suggestions for Halloween. So enjoy that if you haven't already. And take care. I love you. See you on the next episode. Bye. Decided to be extra generous and give you guys a kiss. So, bye. That that was that was very cliche. I hated it, but I won't take it back. So, see you soon.